What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Adventures of Wild Bill Hickok, original air date September 12th, 1952, and the title is A Letter of Warning. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals, presents Wild Bill Hickok! with Guy Madison as Wild Bill Hickok and his pal Jingles, which is me, Andy Devine. We got another rootin' tootin' Wild Bill Hickok adventure story for you from the world's only talking cereal, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, Kellogg's Rice Krispies! Today, Kellogg's Rice Krispies brings you Wild Bill Hickok, transcribed in Hollywood and starring Guy Madison as Wild Bill and Andy Devine as his pal Jingles. In just 30 seconds, you'll hear the exciting story, A Letter of Warning. Have you ever tried some tasty ripe bananas on top of a bowl of Kellogg's Rice Krispies? Ah, believe me, bananas never tasted better. But then a bowl of Kellogg's Rice Krispies with just a little milk or cream is quite a treat in itself. They're always so fresh and crisp, and they let you know with their merry snap, crackle, pop. Tell Mom you'd like her to get you a package when she goes shopping. That's Kellogg's Rice Krispies, the world's only talking cereal. United States Marshal Wild Bill Hickok and his mountainous deputy Jingles had stopped in the town of Mossy Bend to refresh themselves after a long ride across the Arizona desert. By noon the next day, they were ready to hit the trail again when Jingles got sidetracked by the shiny silver mountings on a new bridle in Mooney's harness shop. The delay was just long enough for adventure to catch up with Wild Bill and Jingles, a smashing adventure which began with a letter of warning. Here, Mooney, here's your money. Now give me my bridle. All right, you big hunk of lard. Here it is. You've got your bridle, Jingles. Now let's go. Hmm. Joker's sure going to like this new bridle. Look at those silver conchos shine, will you, Bill? Yeah, partner, it's right pretty. Well, here we are. Steady, Buckshot. Yeah, looky here, Joker. Look what I brought for you. <laughs> pretty, huh? <laughs> See, Billy likes it. I believe he does it that, partner. Well, come on, into the saddle. I'm in now. Which way are we heading? We'll take this road out, then head northeast. Come on, Joker. Hey, Mr. Hickok! Now, who's that yelling at you? Looks like the sheriff. Hey, wait, Mr. Hickok! Wait up! Hey, he's waving a letter in his hand. 
Bill, doggone it, I hope that ain't no telegram sending us off on a trail of trouble. Hey, Jingles, look at that hombre down at the other end of the street with that rifle. Billy's aiming at the sheriff. Unlimber that six-gun. Get on, sheriff! Then Billy shot the sheriff. Maybe we'll give him a dose of his own medicine. Doggone it, he's too far away for these six guns, and he's hightailing it out of town. I think I nicked him. We better look to the sheriff first. Come on, Buckshot. Come on, Joker, move! Sheriff looks like he's done for. He sure does, partner. That bushwhacking coyote. We should have taken off after him, Bill. We'll get him. What about the letter? Yeah, just looking at it, Jingles. Is it for you, Bill? No, Jingles. It's addressed to Mr. Millard Weston. Millard Weston? Hey, Bill, we know him. Ain't he the big rich rancher that lives about 20 miles north of here? That's right, Jingles, but his place is only about 10 miles out on the northeast road. Well, what do you reckon he'd want to kill the sheriff for? Easy, partner. You're off on the wrong track. Hmm. Well, then who did it? Who was that, Jasper? I don't know, Jingles, but after we get the coroner to take care of the sheriff, we're going to deliver this letter and see if it'll lead us to the killer. the house down there in those rolling hills, Bill? Yeah, we'll be there in a couple of minutes. I'm sure curious to hear him read that letter and see if it tells us who the killer is. Looks like we got some bushwhackers out here, too, Jingles. This country's getting right unhealthy. Maybe we should have stayed in Abilene. Come on. Let's find out what those shots were. Hi, Buckshot. Hi. Head straight for the house. Right down the gun barrel, you crazy partner. There's somebody on the porch. Hey, Jingles, it's a girl. Yeah, it is. Hey, didn't old man Weston have a daughter? Sure, that's Rosemary Weston. But what's she shooting at us for? Well, now, when you find out the answer to that one, I wish you'd let me know. Now, Dad blasted, why doesn't she cut that out? Partner, there's something dead wrong down at the Weston Ranch. Now, ain't you smart? Even I could have figured that out. And I got a feeling from that look in your eye that we're going to find out what it is. I'm afraid. Hear that, kids? That's what the cook on the ranch uses to call all the cowboys to eat. Oh, it's surely a mighty welcome sound, isn't it, Slim? You bet your boots, Charlie. Especially when it's a calling all of us cowpokes to a breakfast of big, heaping bowls of Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Right you are, Slim. Take a bowl of Kellogg's Rice Krispies with a little milk or cream, and you've got a breakfast that everybody enjoys. Then... If you're like me and have a soft spot in your heart for peaches, you just see how wonderful those peaches can taste spread over a bowl of Rice Krispies. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Oh, there's a real lip-smacking treat that I like having most any time. I think you will, too. Try the world's only talking cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, that way tomorrow. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Let's march right up to the table now. Rice Krispies taste the best, and how? Snap, crackle, pop. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Kellogg's Rice Krispies, you'll like them. It'd be a good idea to see that there's a package on your family shopping list right now. 
Oh, and say, be sure that Mom and Dad are listening later on in the show because we have a very important message that they'll be interested in. Now, let's get back to Wild Bill and Jingles. In hopes that the letter in the sheriff's hand might give a clue to the identity of his killer, Wild Bill Hickok and Jingles decided to deliver the letter to the Weston Ranch. Just as they approached the ranch at sundown, they heard shots coming from the direction of the Weston Ranch house. They rode on, and seconds later, somebody began firing at them with a rifle. Bill made the discovery that it was Millard Weston's daughter, Rosemary. Bill, what do you reckon's got Miss Rosemary all riled up? I don't know, partner, but we'll soon find out. Who are you? Doggone it, Miss Rosemary, it's Wild Bill and Jingles. And I don't like the way you're making us welcome one little bit. Bill, she sure is excited. Looks more scared than excited, partner. What is it, Miss Rosemary? Oh, Bill, it... it... You catch her, Bill, she's fainting. Yeah, easy now, Miss Rosemary. Now, Rosemary. Now, doggone it, ain't that just like a woman? Here I am, busting with curiosity, and right when she can tell me what this is all about, she has to go and faint. Well, come on, let's take her in the house, Bingo. I'll take her. Hey, she's lighter than a feather. Yeah, right in here. Poor little gal, she sure went out like a light. <laughs> hey, Bill, wonder where her paw is. We'll look around. Better put her on the couch here, Jingles. Then you might get her a glass of water. Sure. I think the pump's out back, if I remember right. Yeah, I'll go out and get her some fresh water. Bill! Hey, Bill! What is it, Jingles? Bill, look. I wonder the poor little gal was spooked up like the... Billy's dead. Her paw. Yeah, it's Millard Weston, all right. Well, I guess that's the shots we heard, Jingles. Well, this doggone mystery's getting thicker than bears around the honey tree. Hey, Bill, she's coming around. Yeah. Now, take it easy, Miss Rosemary. I'm sorry I fainted. Dad wouldn't have liked that. No, but it's all right. You want to tell us about it? Bill, I don't know anything. That's the honest truth. Dad and I were just sitting here, and I was about to get up and go fix something for dinner when I heard a shot, and the window crashed. And... Yeah, it is broken. Dad fell out of the chair there just like that, without a word. Oh, Bill, who'd want to do a thing like that to Dad? Now, I don't know, Miss Rosemary, but I may have something here that'll give us a clue. You, you think the same one that shot the sheriff killed Rosemary's paw, too? I don't know anything yet, Jingles, but I want to know what's in this letter. What letter? This one was addressed to your dad, but I reckon you'll have to be the one to open it now. Oh, yes. What? It's from Uncle Bob. Your father's brother. Yes, he's back east. Oh, a dude, huh? Jingles. Oh, sorry. Bill, Jingles, listen to this. What? It says, Millard, this is a letter of warning. Rack was released from prison a week ago. He's changed. He's a real hard case now. He's coming west. Watch out for him. I'm afraid he's out to kill you. Signed, Bob. Who's Rack, Rosemary? Rack is Dad's other brother. He and Bob were in partnership back east until three years ago. Then what happened? Quiet, Jingles. Well, there was some shady deal, and Uncle Rack was sent to prison. Dad never talked about it or 
about Uncle Rack after that. Well, that settles it. Your Uncle Rack killed your dad. We don't know that, Jingles. Oh. Rosemary, have you seen uh, your uncle out here? Not that I know of. I never saw either one of them. They've never been west. Hey, hey Bill, there's somebody coming. Yeah. You know who it is, Rosemary? Uh-uh. No, it's a stranger. Hmm, looks like he's had some trouble. He's got a bandage on his left arm. You'd better get it, Jingles. Well, howdy, stranger. Good afternoon. I'm Bob Weston. I'm looking for my brother, Millard. <gasps> Uncle Bob, come in. We were just reading your letter. You just got it? Yes, but it was too late. Too late? What do you mean? Dad was killed about an hour ago. Oh, that rack beat me out here. I guess it was him that ambushed me after I got off that stage yesterday. Oh, uh, uh, Uncle Bob, I want you to meet United States Marshal Wild Bill Hickok. And this is his deputy, Jingles. How, do you do, oh, How are you? Well, Mr. Hickok, I, I don't know a better man to be here at this time. If anybody can find Rack and bring him to justice, I guess you can. Yeah, you're doggone right we can. Yeah. Well, Jingles, if we're going to find him, we better get started. We're following a cold trail. I just can't believe my own uncle would do such a thing. You don't know how Rack has changed, Rosemary, honey. Well, Miss Rosemary, I guess you'll be all right now that your Uncle Bob is here. Sure, I'll take care of everything now, gentlemen. Just leave it to me. All right, that's what we'll do. Come on, partner, we're cold trailing a killer. Mooney, Bill and I have been chasing all over the country looking for a stranger. Didn't none come in on the stagecoaches? Why, Dad, blame it, we ain't had a stagecoach for three weeks. Indians got the one last week, no survivors. No stagecoaches for three weeks, Mooney? That's what I said, you ain't deep, Marshal. But Bill, Rosemary's Uncle Bob said he come in on the stagecoach yesterday. Why, couldn't have done such a thing. I meet every stage. There's one due in today. The fact is, should be along in a minute uh, if it's on time. And you haven't seen a stranger? No, sir, Marshal. Ain't seen narrow one. Only one that's been in town, I reckon, is the one that killed the sheriff. I didn't see him. Just his dust as he left town. That's about all we saw, too, Mooney. Oh, I wish we'd have caught that bushwhacker. Might have been able to save Millard Weston's life. Bill, do you reckon it was Rack Weston that shot his brother? Well, partner, if it was, we're going to have to prove it. And first, we've got to find him. Well, Marshal, you're looking for strangers. Here comes the stage. Might be some on that. i got to go meet it. Bill, there's a man getting off the stage. I ain't never seen his face before. Hey, he's walking over here towards us. Howdy, gents. I just got off the stage. Saw your star and thought you might be able to tell me where I'd find a fellow by the name of Millard Weston. He's got a ranch around here someplace. Millard Weston? That's right. He's a brother of mine. I'm Rack Weston. Now here's Charlie Lyon with an important message that Mom, Dad, and the whole family will be interested in. Charlie? When you were in the grocery store recently, you probably noticed some of the signs announcing that this is National Better Breakfast Month, a month set aside to remind us all to live better, work better. 
Well, now, if you'd taken a closer notice of those signs, you've seen that a good cereal is a very important part of a nourishing, substantial breakfast. Yes, sir, all of us, young or old, should start the day with a cereal that gives us lots of energy we need. A cereal like Kellogg's Rice Krispies. You know, I think that sometimes we take for granted the fact that Kellogg's Rice Krispies are good for us. Most people that enjoy Kellogg's Rice Krispies enjoy them because they taste so good and fresh and crisp. And I think that's as it should be. So keep right on enjoying Rice Krispies in the morning and know that you're also getting a good part of the necessary nourishment that you need. Tomorrow, start to live better with a cereal breakfast. A breakfast of delicious, fresh, crisp Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Let's march right up to the table now. Rice Krispies taste the best, and how? Snap, crackle, pop. Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Remember, live better with a cereal breakfast. A breakfast of Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Wild Bill and Jingles, in search of a two-time killer, are very much surprised when the very man they suspect steps off the stage in Mossy Bend, walks up to them, and announces that he is Rack Weston. Rack Weston? All right, reach for the sky, you Gila monster. I've got you covered. Hey, what is this? Jingles, put that hog leg away. But, Bill, we've searched all over the country for this varmint. Now he falls right in our laps, and I'm not letting him get away. You've been looking for me? What for? I guess that'll come out in time, Rack. But right now, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. I've got some questions to ask myself, but go ahead, Marshal. Where did you board this stage, and when? I took it at the rail that day before yesterday. But, Billy, couldn't have... That's easy to check, partner. Sure it is. Ask the driver. I reckon that won't be necessary. You figuring on going out to the Western Ranch this afternoon? Yes, but first I'm going over to the hotel and get a room and clean up. Well, Bill, you ain't letting him get away now. Never mind, Jingles. Bill, you gone local. Now, wait a minute, Jingles. Marshal, you're making things mighty confusing. Well, I'll clear it all up for you before sundown, Rack. Just keep right on with your plans of going to the hotel, then right out to the Western Ranch by 5 o'clock this afternoon. It's 10 miles northeast of here. You take that road down there, right on out of town. You can't miss it. But, Bill... Come on, Jingles, we've got some riding to do. Bill Hickok, you just ain't making sense. All night last night and all morning this morning. We ride all over this country looking for Rack Weston, and then he walks right up to us, and you let him go. Now, what's the idea? Partner, you can't arrest a man without proof, and right now we're going to get some proof. Well, where are we going to get it? Back at the Weston Ranch. Oh, we're going to lay a trap for Rack Weston, huh? We're going to lay a trap for the coyote that killed the sheriff in Millard Weston. <laughs> Ain't somebody shooting at us. Hey, that bullet went right over my head. Look out for the one that doesn't go over your head. Where'd it come from? Up on that hill to our left. Pay no attention to it, just keep riding. Hi, Buckshot, hi! Oh, sure, just pay no attention to it. Let him shoot me and see if I care. Come on, Joker, get me out of here! Oh, Joker. 
Well, at least we got here all in one piece. Well, now you can just bet your pretty little boots we... Jingle. Oh, doggone it anyway. Where's your Uncle Bob? Oh, he's out looking over the ranch. He's been wonderful, Mr. Hickok. Probably I don't know what I would have done if he hadn't come. Well, that's fine. He should be back any minute. Tell me, Rosemary, did your dad ever make out a will? Well, I... I don't know. Oh, see, now that you mention it, he gave me a letter... Oh, two or three years ago. And he told me that if anything happened to him, I should open it after his death. Have you still got it? Yes, I've forgotten all about it. Do you think it might be a will? It might be. I think I'll go get it. You think that might have another clue in it, Bill? It just might, Jingles. Doggone if this isn't the worst mystery we ever got tied up in. Two killings and we don't look any closer to the killer than a nanny goat gets to a porcupine. We may be closer than you think, partner. Well, howdy, Uncle Bob. Didn't hear you come up. Well, I've just been riding around the ranch trying to see how things line up for Rosemary now that her father is gone. Uncle Bob, I'm glad to see you got back. Here's that letter, Mr. Hickok. What letter is that? Oh, letter Dad gave me some time ago. What's it about? He told me not to open it until after his death. Well, I'm glad you found it, Miss Rosemary. Yeah, it's getting darn near time we found out who's done these killings around here. If that letter has any clues in it, I'll I'll, uh, take care of that letter, Rosemary. You don't want to bother your head about details of the business now. But Mr. Hickok wanted to see it. Well, now, Marshal, I think we can take care of our own family affairs. I'll see that Rosemary gets her just due. I understand that, Mr. Weston. But you forget there's been a murder. Two killers. That's right, two. Hey, Bill, look out the window. Yeah, looks like we've got company. Who is it, Mr. Hickok? Why, well, it's him. Who? There's your killer, Marshal. That's my brother, Rack. Uncle Rack? Yes, he's come to kill us too, Rosemary. Marshal, you've got to shoot him before he gives us the same as he gave Millard. Seems you're getting right excited, Bob. Excited? Well, sure I'm excited. You think I want to get killed? Bill, what are you up to? Shoot him. Shoot through the door. No, I reckon we can wait till he comes in. Well, I'm not waiting. He's not going to shoot me. The moment that door opens, he's going to get it. No, I wouldn't do that. Bill! Now, doggone it, everybody settle down. Bill, what happened? Stand where you are, Bob, and drop those guns. So, Bob, you tried to get me, huh? Yes. I'd have done it, too, if Hickok hadn't been faster on the draw. Mr. Hickok, you've got my dad's killer... Oh, Uncle Rack, how could you do it? How could I do what? Where's Millard? You killed him, you ought to know. Millard is dead? Bill, I reckon it's about time you cleared something up here. Looks that way, Jingles. Miss Rosemary, let's see that letter. Here it is. I just opened it. Mm, What does it say? Let's see. It says... (sighs) Mr. Hickok, Dad leaves the ranch to Uncle Rack and me... He says Uncle Bob framed Uncle Rack and sent him to prison. Well, I'll be doggone. Then, Bill, it was Bob Weston, not Rack, that did those killings. Yeah, partner. That bandage you noticed on Bob's left arm was where we nicked him yesterday morning when he shot the sheriff. That's where you overplayed your hand, Bob. Yeah, Bill, he said he came in on the stage yesterday and there wasn't any stage. He made a lot of mistakes, partner, but most killers do. He was after Millard's money and the ranch, and he thought he'd tricked me into shooting Rack when he came here this afternoon. Well, if you're getting me, you'll have to shoot me. I don't think so, Bob. I've owed you this a long time. There he is, Mr. Hickok. Take him away. 
made a mess out of my life. Well, he won't be troubling you again, Rack, and we want to wish the best of luck to you and Miss Rosemary. We can't thank you enough, Mr. Hickok, and I guess the best luck we could have would be for you to come back and see us real often. No, now, Miss Rosemary, you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Having Wild Bill Hickok around is just inviting trouble. That's what's made such a wreck out of me. <laughs> this rate, I may not live to be a hundred years old. <laughs> And now, here are the stars of Wild Bill Hickok, Guy Madison and Andy Devine. We'll be back with you again Monday, folks. And, Andy, what's the story going to be? Oh, it's a pip, Guy. All about a pure white stallion, folks, called a killer horse. The story is White Fury. Don't miss it. Meanwhile, Andy and I hope you'll remember to get Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Right. It's the world's only talking cereal. You bet it is. Andy and I think Kellogg's Rice Krispies are great. So long. See you Monday. <laughs> Yes, sir, Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals, has brought you another exciting story of Wild Bill Hickok, starring Guy Madison and Andy Devine in person. Today's cast included Marion Richmond, Tyler McVeigh, and Clayton Post. Our director is Paul Pierce, story by Larry Hayes, music by Dick O'Rant. This is a David Heyer production transcribed in Hollywood. Don't forget to listen Monday, same time, same station, when Wild Bill Hickok tames White Fury. Now, this is Charlie Lyon speaking for Kellogg's Rice Krispies, the world's only talking cereal. Kellogg's Corn Flakes, America's favorite ready-to-eat cereal. And Kellogg's Sugar Corn Pops, the cereal with the sweetening already on it. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.